All right. Hello, everybody. Uh, good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening, uh, depending on where you are. It's your pal, the coin guy, a.k.a. Jonathan. So Jonathan, a.k.a. the coin guy, or the coin guy, a.k.a. Jonathan. It's okay. I'll work out a better intro at some point. It'll have, you know, a song and lights and all sorts of other stuff. Today, I'm going to talk a very personal subject. It's not necessarily going to be entirely related about coins, but it's who am I? Or if we are to uh, use the end of the Rafiki voice from The Lion King, who are you? It's my best Rafiki impression. It needs work. What I'm talking about today is kind of a little bit about my background, some musings, some thoughts about it. And this then turns into kind of how I became the coin guy or how I became an, uh, a person knowledgeable about coins or the person that everyone goes to when they have questions about coins. Not of the crypto variety. I do not do, do crypto coins. Let's make that very clear. Don't come to me with that junk. I have no time for that useless stuff. My apologies to people who do do crypto you're you're good you're good people most of the time so the this stuff is important and the reason why i really emphasize this who are you type approach is i say this to a lot of people i say this to a lot of uh students in university i say this to new teachers to anybody who's still trying to f figure out kind of how this whole system works it's really important to understand your background makes you who you are. And I mean that the good, the bad, the ugly. Everything that's happened to you in your entire life makes you the academic and the professional that you are today. So looking at my history, every failed test, every past test, every project I got on, every project I didn't get on, every scholarship I got, every scholarship I didn't get, every project I got on, you know, it, all of it has made me now the academic that I am today. So again, the good, the bad, the ugly. That's important to remember because not everyone is the same. Uh, perfect example, I am from Canada. Most of my colleagues right now in the Netherlands are from the Netherlands. So we all have a different background, right? I went through a different education system, uh, different expectations. Maybe, for example, I've been working since I was 16. And if you consider most of my first years are, you know, 17, 18 years old, I've been working longer than a lot of them have even been alive or almost as long as many of them have been alive. That affects the way I teach. It affects the way I am as an academic. If someone was to look at my entire life and if they knew everyone that I've worked with, if you watch the way I teach, there's actually bits and pieces of all the people I've known that have now turned into this weird Frankenstein that is me as an academic and a professional and a teacher now. So there's bits of my old sergeants, there's bits of my old supervisors, um, there's bits of students that I've had, there's bits of professors I've had. I've taken bits and pieces of all their different mannerisms and everything and I've turned it into what I am now. So there's some phrases that I use that I've got from my old sergeants, which I've now modified into something that's more applicable now for what I do. And this is really important to remember. And I tell this to a lot of people, especially new teachers. 
and this is going to sound very rude and depressing, but I always tell new teachers, you will never be a teacher like me. Because you're not me, right? You don't have the same background. You don't have the same mannerisms. Um, not the same size. I mean, a lot of people don't realize this, but the way you look does affect your teaching. I can glare daggers at students and they will stop talking because they know I'm upset without me raising my voice. Not everyone can do that, right? It's all about your, your posture and everything else. So these are important things to remember. And this then gets into kind of my story and how I got into coins because I started at Carleton University uh, in Canada and I started in a history program and a classics program. I was a double major. And um, I was not the best student. I fully admit this. Uh, I failed Latin twice. It took me a third time to finally get it because I had to mature and it took me time to figure this all out. And while I was there, I made a realization. So I was doing a course called the Barbarians course. Um, I think the official title was actually like Roman, its neighbors or something, something like this. But we knew it as the Barbarians course because we were doing all the quote unquote barbarian cultures, you know, the Celts, the Huns, the Persian, basically anybody who was kind of against Rome and Greece. And I realized everyone had a specialty. You know, there was some guy who knew a lot about the Huns. There was someone who really knew the Celts. There was someone who really knew uh, the Persians. And in that course, I kind of picked the Slavs. So I was looking at the Balkans and what is now early Russia and its impact on Rome and Byzantium and these things. And this was a, a kind of realization for me. It was, okay, if I have a specialty, I can control the conversation in a seminar. Because I'm the one that they have to go to because I'm the only one who knows this topic. While I was doing this thing about the Slavs, on the history side of things, I was doing a lot of courses on uh, Russia because that was one of my early interests in history. And I started becoming quite fascinated by the Caucasus. So I was writing a paper actually about Chechnya and Dagestan. This then also led me to start to learn about the Caucasus in the classical world. So I started writing and researching... Um, Georgia and Azerbaijan and Armenia. And in fact, my second dig was in Georgia. So at the site of Nukhlakevi, a lovely site, well, lovely country. I mean, go to Georgia. The food there is to die for. I highly recommend it. So again, I became this kind of regional expert who knew all about this region. I was basically the only one in our, in our department who knew about this region really well. And while I was in Georgia and while I was doing all this research, I realized not a lot of people know the coins. And this was also around the time that I started collecting coins. So I started with, you know, Canadian coins. So having a penny from 1990, penny from 1991, penny from 1992, etc. And then I expanded to world and eventually ancient. So I knew about the region. I knew about the material. And I slowly started to identify as the guy who knew about coins. Then eventually I got into a master's program. And it was, hang on a minute, I'm the only one who knows anything about coins. So guess what? When the museum needs someone to look at coins, they kind of had to come to me. One of my professors wanted someone to look at coins. They kind of had to come to me. It allowed me to become a much stronger academic because I was the guy subsequently, the coin guy, 
And that allowed me to prosper. It also allowed me to kind of specialize and spend more time focusing on the stuff that I liked, which it actually didn't happen on purpose. I didn't kind of purposely go in and say, I'm going to be the coin guy. I went in just simply as a guy who wanted to know more about coins. Ah, thank God I've got Timmy's with me. That's the joys about coming home for Christmas. You get Tim Hortons. Can't get enough of it. Sorry, that was a small uh, tangent. So yeah, that is the basics of how I became the coin guy. Now, I also had some kind of realizations there because um, there was one student uh, that hired with me, I should say, co-student, colleague, whatever you want to call them, uh, who unfortunately passed away uh, earlier this year. Her name was Shelly, Shelly Hartman. And she was a tremendously wonderful influence on me. And I remember once her giving me shit in the classics lounge because um, I, was, I was being stupid. I wasn't really studying very well. And she told me, this is Rome. You win or you die. Using the, you know, thumbs up, thumbs down thing. And I was kind of like, you know what? She's right. I need to you know, pull up my bootstraps. And she actually gave me a strategy. This was when I was trying to p pass Latin that I've used since then. It's you take a whiteboard, you know, maybe laptop-sized whiteboard, and you use that and you just write, 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 write. You write it nice and big. If you're working on any language, it is a tremendously useful thing to do. So thank you, Shelly, for that. I cannot thank you enough. I cannot emphasize how much you will be missed. Um, and again, back to my original point, these things all coalesced into the academic that I am today as the coin guy, because I took all these little things and I combined them into who I am now, even, um, you know, being military, right? There's little things that I picked up there, which now affect the way I teach and the way I do my research, uh, teaching English in China. It sounds like it's completely irrelevant to what I do now, but it is completely relevant because that was when I suddenly got the idea of going, well, hang on a minute. What if we look at Central Asian history from a, Ch a Chinese point of view instead of a Western point of view? <coughs> Maybe that's something. Maybe that's something worth noting. So these are all things to consider and to think about. If you want to go into academia, if you're a student, don't um, ignore your experiences. Really take time to think about what they are, how can you use them later. Maybe that paper that you're writing now, you're like, eh, this is kind of irrelevant, but you can use some of that later. Maybe that part-time job working at a restaurant, you think it's irrelevant, but maybe it comes back later. Because don't forget as well, nobody is the same. Um, I say this to, again, a lot of teachers. You will never be a teacher like me because you're not me. Right? You don't have the same mannerisms. You, you, you are not me. You have to find you. You might watch one of my classes or read one of my papers and say, oh, I like the way Jonathan does that. And maybe some of it works for you, but not all of it. So yeah. Uh, there's a little bit of information of the coin guy and how I became who I am today. Who am I? 
I can't really do a good Mushu impression. Maybe I'll try that another time. Um, yeah, my Eddie Murphy needs some work. So yeah, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, if you have any questions, you know, give me a shout. Uh, remember to subscribe, like the content. If you don't like the content, tell me as well. I mean, I always want to improve. I always want to be better. And I want to uh, share my thoughts. So take care, everyone. Uh, and see you next time.